Hey everyone, Judas Esposito here. Welcome back to The Theo Show. Today we've got a really exciting episode coming up. I'm going to be talking to Adonis. Adonis is a blind athlete with dreams of playing professionally, but speaking to him, you would have no idea of his struggle. He is strong and focused on his mission, and I have no doubt that he will go all the way. As always, if you have feedback on the show, guest suggestions, or there's a topic you'd like us to cover, please drop us a line at podcasts at theaforall.org. But for now, let's dive into the interview. So thanks for coming on the podcast today, Adonis. Adonis is a 6'2 running back. He's chasing his dream of joining the NFL. He also happens to be blind. He's an inspiration to everyone in the space, and his mantra, Just Do You, speaks volumes about his character and personality. He's focused and hardworking in spite of the disadvantage. He wakes up early and knows where he's going. So, you know, we're really happy to have him on today. Thanks for coming. Uh, no, for sure. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah. So can you uh, describe your condition? So at the age of five, I had this, uh, I got this eye disease called a congenital glaucoma. I'm not exactly sure exactly when I got it, but uh, one day me and my family went swimming and I went into water and I came up and uh, my sight was very cloudy and everything like that. Couldn't really see like far away from where I was. I went home and I ended up hitting my eye on like a doorknob because I was short at the time. So uh, the next day, I ended up having uh, my first eye surgery, first of 12 in about five years. Wow. So uh, after that day, I basically became blind. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I'm not blind, but I have like pretty bad low vision. I, I got diagnosed uh, when I was like three or four. Did your parents notice anything before that or or did it like happen suddenly or were you born with it? Do you know? Uh, no, I was definitely, I was not born with it. Uh, I used to be able to see. Yeah. So how did uh how did your condition affect your life? Uh, I think it really just affected my family more than anything. I was just a kid, so I was just living life. Yeah, so you kind of you always grew up with it, and uh, it was kind of normal to you. Yeah, it wasn't really nothing I ever thought about. It was more of an adjustment on my, uh, my parents, my big brother. Yeah, yeah. I watched all your interviews and stuff, and I saw your mom was talking about how it changed the whole family. It was it was really powerful. So did you uh, receive support from family or friends or like counseling or anything like that? Uh, counseling as far as like what? I don't know, like a, like a support group or like something like that where like you spoke to other people who were going through a similar thing or are you kind of on your own with that? So first what ended up happening was I got a role to a blind school. Uh, that's kind of where I learned how to write, read Braille, how to use a cane. Mm-hmm. And then after I went to that kindergarten, that blind school for a year, uh, I went to a regular elementary school, but they gave me resources like, you know, canes, braille, whatever braille books I needed. They got that for me. And I've had that from first grade all the way now to be being a senior high school. So, yeah. And, and like, how do you feel having all the uh, accommodations that you need to like thrive in school? Do other people like do you feel judged by other people at all? Or like, do you just kind of get on with it? How, how does it make you feel? Uh, not at all. It's just, I think for the most part, people understand, okay, he can't see, he going to have to uh, do things a certain type of way to get them done. I mean, as long as he gets them done, it doesn't matter. As long as he you know, understands the content of whatever we're learning. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, whatever it takes. So, yeah. And uh, when you sort of think about your whole story, is there anything, if you could go back, you would change about how, how you dealt with things? to help other people going through a similar thing? 
how I dealt with things? Probably not. I don't really think I really dealt with them in a certain type of way. It just kind of was what it was. So I just just live life. Yeah, yeah. I feel the exact same way because I fight judo on a national level. And uh, when I first started out, I didn't have contact lenses or anything. So I had, you know, no vision basically. And, uh, you know, I used to just get like beat up relentlessly and it was super hard. But, uh, you know, that made me stronger. And so like, I think with you, it's probably a similar thing, right? Where like, you always just dealt with it. And so it was what, what it was and you just had to get through it, right? 100%. And uh, how do you think going through everything and obviously you're still going through it, how do you think it's like changed you or or made you different to other people? I say it changed me as far as the uh, length I'm willing to go to accomplish certain things. I think, I feel like, uh, everybody has the talent, not the talent, but if they wanted to, they could do certain things, but certain things might be holding them back, like, you know, their confidence or maybe their circumstances. I feel like being blind from that age and also how my family treated me when I first became blind kind of developed a, a, a certain drive that I have to this day, uh, a certain confidence in myself that I still have to this day and I you know, hopefully we'll always had plan to pass it down to my kids. Uh, I feel like being blind kind of started that type of stuff up for me. Yeah. So do you think, um, and obviously this is a really difficult thing to answer, but do you think it, in some ways it, w- it was a good thing? Like it, it, it made you work harder, better work ethic and things like that? Yeah, in some ways for sure, because I think of it like this. I feel like uh, if I could see, I might be in a in a better place as far as on the field wise. But what about the things I can't control necessarily if I can't see, for example? Uh, I might be so talented to the point where I might take it for, for granted. It might not work as hard as in the weight room or not be in my playbook as 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 uh, as much as I need to be. So I feel like being blind kind of, like I say, kind of instilled that, that mindset of I have to outwork everybody or else it's not good enough. And um, – and at the same time, it, it gave me a, a a way to inspire other people, but not like like trying to be inspiring, just doing it. You feel me? Yeah, like when I read all, all the stuff on the internet about it, uh, it becomes really clear that like you're just such a passionate person, and you like you know you want to play football, and so you play football. And like when your coach was talking about it. In one of the one of the videos, he was like, you know, at first I was a little apprehensive, and then you know I, I met him and I saw that he was just so driven, and so it, it's just it's just awesome how like stuck in you get to things. I mean, it's really inspiring. So, what do you think is like one piece of advice you might give to someone who's blind and and who's who's trying to pursue their dreams but feels held back by other people and like doctors and parents and stuff like that? So many things. Um, I feel like this is for anything, whether you're blind or not. But you got to look inside yourself and, and say, well, what can I do to change my situation? What can I do to make my life better? Do I really want to do this or not? Like, you got to be honest with yourself first. Yeah. And then if you decide, yes, I really want to do this, after that, it's just about finding a way. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be easy. It hasn't been easy for me. I still have certain battles I got to fight on a daily basis that, you know, it's tough, but that's just kind of how it is. And I feel like, you know, once you get through those battles, it's someone on the other side to see 
and you owe it to yourself to see what's on the other side. And, you know, at the end of the day, if you're not successful, you can always say, hey, now I give it all I got. Yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah, so I want to talk about some of the stuff I saw in the interviews, some of the things that I thought were really interesting and were transferable that we could apply to some of the listeners. So your your coach said something. He said, even though he does not have sight, he has great vision. What What I took by that is like, obviously you're blind, but you still see your dream and like, you know where you want to go. And uh, so do you want to talk about that? Like your vision, your goals and, and things like that? Well, first I'm going to take it to like a literal standpoint. You know, since, since I was able to see before I went blind, I know what most of the things look like. So anytime I might hear a, a car or a bus or I'm on the field and I hear someone running towards me, I can, I can like envision it. Yeah. Everything I hear, like, automatically becomes, like, a picture in my mind. So it's almost like I can see anyway, even though, like, technically, I might not be able to. Yeah, yeah. And as far as, like, my dreams and stuff, I might not be able to necessarily see, but I see the places I want to be, you feel me? I don't, don't, like, see everything that's in front of me necessarily, but I still see myself being in a a different position uh, compared to where I am now, compared to where I am yesterday. Compared to probably where I'll be tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. That's something I had to consider that because you originally had vision, um, it was obviously such a shift in your life. But you know, you you obviously kept some of the the memories of, of sounds and and you you know what things look like even if you can't see them almost. Yep. And your mom said something too. Uh, she said she thought you were going to inspire children with low vision, but she realizes now that you know you're inspiring all different types of people. So, so I was wondering, like, what do you see your purpose as in the future? Because you're talking about, you know, you obviously want to go D1 and then join the NFL. But you said something interesting, too, which is that after all of that, you want to go into sports broadcasting. So do you see your purpose as, like, inspiring other people? Or, or yeah, where do you feel on that? I feel like for me, inspiring other people is something that is just going to come, whether I feel like it's, it's my purpose or not necessarily. Don't get me wrong, I want to inspire other people, but I think like the situation I was put in, that was just going to happen anyway. You know, you know, people might, you know, step on the field, see me holding on to somebody's shoulder, be like, he plays football, he plays running back, you know, start cracking up a little bit, then they see me, you know, get the ball, and it's a whole different story. Yeah, you show them, man. I didn't, I didn't see other guys from the other team come up to me after the game talking about how inspiring I am. And how they didn't expect what they what they saw. So as far as inspiring, sure that's a part of my purpose, but it's not because I necessarily am trying to make it a part of my purpose. It just came with the territory. And that's a good thing. That's always a good thing. Yeah, I mean, that was something that I thought transcended everything I, I read about what you were saying, which is that you don't want to just like tell everyone what to do or like try and be an inspiration through your words. It's more about your actions. And so, like, for, for at least from what I understand, your your mission is like I'm going to do this, and people are going to tell me I shouldn't or I can't or I'm at a disadvantage. And then once I succeed, everyone is going to see. And I think that's a really awesome way of going about it. Yeah, hundred percent. And uh, at the end of the uh, Marvel Hero Project video, someone said in the background, you know, well, after you so- scored a sick touchdown, they're like, I've never heard a crowd be so loud. And uh, I think that sums up sort of everything you're saying, which is like, I, I did this thing that no one thought I could do. And then 
everyone realizes, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. And then there was a quote by you, which I thought was was really, I think this was by you. I, I, I found on one of the websites, it says, people think that blind people can't do the things they can do, and people will see that we can. And I hope that more people will be inspired from both sighted and blind communities to give their time and resources to their communities. So I wanted to know, like, where do you think resources are, are best directed to help blind people? Uh, you know, there's certain organizations, like, for example, um, out here in Arizona, there's Foundation for Blind Children, Savvy. Yeah. There's a couple of other things, but I feel like there's not there's not necessarily a, one big umbrella. as many organizations, but, you know. And when you were coming up, did you have any experience with any of those organizations? Uh, yeah, Foundation for Blind Children had a uh, had this thing every Saturday. It was called Sharp. I forgot what, the, what it stands for, but uh, every every weekend, every weekend on Saturday, we come in. Uh, they might give us snacks. They do activities like uh, we might learn how to swim one week, or we might learn how to use a computer or iPad another week. They might teach us how to cook or clean dishes, like just like regular life skills is, that's going to help us uh, in the future or even in the present. But uh, just kind of helping us, helping us find a way to do things, basically. Yeah, awesome. Uh, and then just uh, kind of to wrap it up, like I wanted you to talk about uh, the Vision Heroes series and the Marvel Hero project, and like uh, what you think the impact of, of those things are. Oh, you said the Marvel Hero Project? Yeah, yeah. The impact of that is seeing different people from different backgrounds coming together and accomplishing the same thing. What is that? Same thing is doing what they want, showing people they can do what they want. And, um, you know, just being just being themselves, but at the same time being different because of the circumstances they might have uh, been through or coming through and still finding a way to do uh, what they're passionate about. Yeah. Just do you, right? 100%. So, so am I right in thinking that for you, it's not about blindness. It's about like, you, you like you can apply all the lessons you've learned to all different areas of life and to people with totally different like uh, issues. Yeah. 100%. You know, life is life, whether you're blind or not. I don't, I don't think about being blind every day. I just wake up and that's just what it is. You know, blind or not, life is going to be life. Everybody goes through life. So, yeah. Yeah, that's a super powerful message. Thanks for coming on. I mean, really inspiring. And and I love everything you said and everything you stand for. So it was really amazing. Thank you. Oh, no, for sure. I appreciate you having me. That's the show. Thank you for listening. I'd love to hear your thoughts. If you have any suggestions or feedback for the show, please email us at podcasts at theaforall.org. And I'd be grateful for a review on whichever platform you're listening on. See you next time.